Hi, everyone. Welcome to Americanish, where we talk about culture, love, faith, and everything in between. My name is Adela Kochav. And I'm Mariam Waba, and we are the Daughters of Diaspora. So this week, we're talking about uh, some fun stuff. We're actually going to talk about superstitions um, in both our cultures, Syrian, Lebanese, and Egyptian, Arab, in, in um, Arab as a scope. Um, so Adela, why don't you start off by telling me, uh, do you have any superstitions? Yes. So as a Syrian Jew, we have a ton of very weird superstitions, but I've been learning that specifically my family has even weirder ones. So, um, for example, uh, when we get a new home or apartment, uh, we anoint the corners with bird seed and oil and say mm. a prayer in Aramaic. I've spoken to other Syrian Jews they apparently don't do this. Um, so I don't know if my family practices witchcraft, but um, my apartment seems to be safe. So that's been wonderful. Um, but one thing I think has been universal among Syrian Lebanese Jews is the concept of evil eye, right? Um, so you never want to have the evil eye on you. You never want people to either like be jealous or be talking about you or have yourself in their eye. So um, there's a couple of ways to combat it. Um, sometimes like that's why you'll see people wearing eye bracelets or, you know, Hamza hands, uh, that's to keep away the evil eye. But my grandma has a white rock called a shepe that she sews into my dresses. That way no one will give you the evil eye. Um, she also gives us these white rocks to hang above our doors. Um, again, I've spoken to Syrian Jews. We all agree that the evil eye is a thing. No one sews white rocks into their dresses. Um, and I actually found out about this. I was at a wedding and I was like to my friends, oh, my rock is so uncomfortable. Where is yours? And they're like, <laughs> you're what? I'm like, my ship it. They're like, why? I'm like, the, the white rock for the evil eye. And they're like, no, we don't do this. That's hilarious. What about you? Do you have any weird superstitions? I, two come to mind, but I want to say, so you say a prayer in Aramaic? Yes. That is absolutely fascinating. Yes. So it... it in my work at the Fields Project, um, we have this really cool project called Galilee 2030. Mm. And um, our, our two fellows on the ground in Israel and Jish, um, Naveen and Shadi, wonderful people, are, are working to revive the Aramaic language. For those of you who don't know, Aramaic is an ancient language, it's a dead language, and it's the language that we believe was spoken by Jesus. And there's texts and scriptures and, and prayers that are done in Aramaic. So for you to like tell me that you guys pray in Aramaic too, that's fascinating yep. to see that cross intersection yep. specifically when we anoint the corners of our homes yeah with oil. <laughs> um, but we actually it's, it's funny because we talked about passover in another episode but in passover we actually have a couple of prayers that we say in aramaic wow um, yeah so it's it's interesting we, we have a lot of aramaic in sephardic jewish culture yeah we gotta dig into that one day i dig into this. um okay two superstitions um one in the egyptian culture we don't Shoes can't be flipped upside down, so the soles of the the shoe, if you you know, you take your shoes off in an Arab household when you walk in, and I'm sure some, you guys do that too, right? It depends on the home. Yeah. Okay. We take shoes off when we walk into somebody's house, and the shoes can't be flipped upside down. So if somebody like passes by and like you know kicks the shoe or something, it can't face up. And I actually did like a project in high school about why this is and and the roots of this uh, superstition, and it's said to be that the soles of the shoe the dirty part of the shoe the one that touches the ground can't face up because it can't face up at the gods oh so i, I mean it, it it is a pharaonic ancient egyptian um superstition and i don't believe in gods per se but i still do it like anytime i see a, a shoe flipped upside down i have to flip it back 
And it's also said that if two people's shoes are flipped, so let, let's say there's a bunch of shoes and one of my shoes and one of your shoes are flipped at the same time, it means we're going to get into a fight. Oh, no. Yeah, that's like predicting that we're going to have an altercation of some sort. So you're supposed to, I go flip mine and you go flip yours as a way to like settle settle our, our business before it even takes place. Wow. So that's the one that comes to mind. <laughs> it's like, want to take this outside? Yeah. Who has been flipped? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What if you just flip somebody's shoe? Yeah. And, and like look at them and be like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, it, it's hard to trace where all these superstitions come from. But um, end of the day, like I know it, it kind of like connects me to my family, mm-hmm. connects me to my grandma. As crazy as it is, I can't imagine, you know, walking out and not having a rock inside my dress like that would be bizarre yeah. <laughs> uh, so as crazy as these superstitions can be I, I think that like they're a nice way to remember tradition and you know what you're never never being too careful yep. we don't know why we have these superstitions so you might as well just abide by them you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's this other one that I still I don't know why I keep this one but my mom growing up in Egypt, we'd sweep my dad's workshop because he's a carpenter and you, you have sawdust and, and all that stuff. And I was always told sweep out. So you don't like sweep in. So you start at the very back of the workshop or whatever, your house, and you sweep everything out. And you're not supposed to push it back in because you're pushing the dirt and the evil back into your home. So even now when I swiffer in my apartment, I, I always start from the very back and bring it all the way to the front and make sure like no dust goes back to where I started because that signifies that you're letting evil and you're letting the evil eye get back into your home. Wow. And it, it's so like, it's just ingrained in me at this point. There's really no logic to it. Well, one, one that's ingrained in me now is uh, we have a lot of traditions that relate to death, unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of superstitions. And one of them is that when you're going to eat an egg, you have to put salt on it. Hmm. And the reason why is because eggs are round. So traditionally, if you're mourning, uh, one of the foods that you eat as a mourner is a hard-boiled egg to symbolize that life is a cycle. Hmm. And you don't eat it with any condiments or any salts or anything like that. So to differentiate and show that you are not in mourning, then you put salt on the egg. Wow. Um, yeah, this is like a, a hardcore, like it, it, it's like a known thing. Like we go to a restaurant, they bring the eggs. We're like, oh, like where's the salt? And we just put it on. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and I, I think salt has a ton of superstitious superstitions yes. attached to it. Like we all know like the whole like, oh, spill salt. And like that that's not a Jewish thing. I, I don't know where that comes from. But I've spoken to some Russian friends and for them, it's also like they have a ton of weird traditions around salt and bread, uh, weird mm-hmm. superstitions. But uh, yeah, I think... I think, again, that you can't be too safe. So I want to learn about your superstitions. I will be suffering my apartment from the (laughs) inside out, uh, keeping all of the evil outside the home. Make sure your shoes are flipped up. Make sure my shoes are always flipped up. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Um, All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We look forward to hearing your weird and crazy superstitions and probably abiding by them. Um, (laughs) We will see you next time on Americanish.